Craig Goodwin takes a deflection on target. And the header from Mitch Duke. Australia have the advantage. And Mitch Duke becomes the Socceroos' eighth individual goal scorer in a World Cup finals match. Well, a famous victory for the Socceroos in Qatar overnight. 1-0 against Tunisia. And significantly, France have defeated Denmark 2-1 subsequent to the Socceroos' win. So this means, Dino, a draw against Denmark on Thursday morning, I'm pretty sure, is the next game. will get us through to the next phase of the World Cup. Let's go to Qatar, and Phil Moss is on the line. Mossy, good morning or good evening in Qatar. A famous moment for Australian football. Yeah, it was. Good morning to you, Ray Bulldog, and all our listeners. It was unbelievable. It was a moment in history. Um, to be there at the stadium and, and witness that victory. It was uh, hard fought. It was a quality first half of football, a fighting second half of football, and uh, we've given ourselves a real chance now of going through to the second round. Um, and I can tell you the vibe over here is unbelievable. We're surrounded by uh, ex-Socceroos who are around us and um, and a lot of fans, of, of course, as well. But it really was historic mm. in a lot of ways. Like some statistics, uh, history were made. It's second clean sheet in World Cup history for Australia. The last one was 1974. So that gives you an idea of the last time we kept a clean sheet before today. Mossy, what a moment for Graham Arnold, the, the manager that was dismissed, written off, criticised. He's not only made the World Cup, he's now won a game and we're one game from advancing. Yeah, look, I'm really, I'm, I'm so pleased for Arnie on a number of counts. I mean, let's, let's go as a, a, a good mate of mine first, and, and a mentor, and someone I've worked under and against. But you know, Arnie cop, cop, has copped a lot of criticism along the, you know, the qualification route, and obviously after the France result. Um, but he got the tactics spot on today, and the players executed. And I think that uh, speaks volumes for the culture in the in the squad and. Um, the miracle was making this World Cup with what we've mm. got, and it's all due respect to the, the quality, but, you know, everyone always keeps talking about the golden generation. Well, we haven't got the golden generation. We've made a World Cup, and now we've uh, we've got a victory, kept a clean sheet, and we're in it up to our eyeballs for, for qualification for the second round. And I've actually got an ex-Socceroo next to me at a function, a post-match function. I'm at Luke Wilkshire, who I worked with at Sydney FC, and... He was absolutely uh, brilliant for the Socceroos during his career. So I'm actually going to throw him on the phone Sounds and give good, you guys the chance to ask him a couple of questions because uh, I think it's a, a very opportune moment. That'd be terrific. Here he is, Luke Wilkshire. Thanks so much, Mossy and Dina. There were so many superstars. We're about to be joined now by Luke Wilkshire, the former Socceroo who's in Qatar. Luke, can you hear us? Yes, good morning, yeah. I understand there. Yeah, terrific. Thanks so much, Luke. And we're just watching the games, <clears throat> so many superstars for the Australian team, but Matt Bryan in goal was incredible. Harry Sutar at centre-back, what a game he played. Uh, Matt Leckie was dangerous every time he touched the ball. Aaron Moy controlled the match so well. And, of course, Mitchell Duke's header. Uh, it was a famous moment in Australian sport. But as an ex-Socceroo, what were you thinking in the second half when wave after wave of Tunisian attack kept coming at the Australian goal? No, look, it was um, a fantastic performance, I think, throughout, even even the substitutes that come on and um, what they brought to the to the team. But, yeah, obviously nail-biting, mm. you know, it's, um, 
the, the emotion that it brings and to be on the other side now was fantastic. And to see the response, obviously, after the France game that was so disappointing uh, was fantastic. And, and for me, a world is a victory. Um, you know, and, and just absolutely uh, the, the, the one word that comes to, to mind is proud. Yeah. Mm. Luke, look into your crystal ball for us. How do you see the game against Denmark unfolding? <laughs> this is this is football and this is a World Cup. Um, you know, we've, we've seen some upsets already and, you know, look, it, it's, a, it's a massive opportunity for us. Um, you know, it's a, it's a great, great side. We know, we know what Denmark have and but again, it's about us, and if we can we can approach the game as we did um, tonight here, you know, I think um, you know it's in our hands, as you would say. But mm-hmm. you know, this is football, so things can change very quickly. Yeah, it's going to be a massive game, um, Luke. Do you think um, Graham Arnold will make any changes to the starting eleven for the Denmark match? I think there's a possibility. Um, you know, look again. That, that, that's down to, to Arnie and, and what he decides and what he sees best fit for the for the squad going into the game. Obviously, we've had two intense games. Um, I don't envisage many changes, potentially mm-hmm. one or two. Um, but again, like I said, I think uh, you, you know we'll see how the boys will pull up and, and he'll make those decisions as he sees fit. Look, I think our best World Cup performance came back in 2006, where we reached the last 16 with. Cahill, uh, Kuhl, Viduka. If this current side can progress as well, they should be written up into history because at the moment they don't seem to be recognised for the achievements uh, and what their accomplishments are. Well, look, of course, everyone goes back to the golden generation and, and naturally in, in what, was it, what we achieved at that time. But, um, you know, it's about now and, and, and this is an opportunity for these guys, like you said, to put their names in the history books and, and they'll see that. Um, you know, but again, it, it's about the next next 90 minutes of football to mm. to try and qualify. It's going to be a big challenge, but it's one that I've, I have no doubt that the boys are up for after seeing the performance today and the mentality going into the game. And you know, look, it's definitely achievable. Uh, Luke, can you just set the the scene for us? What what is it like in Qatar? Obviously, back home, we're we're watching the Socceroos and fingers crossed and biting nails last night. It was terrific to watch. But what is the atmosphere like in Qatar at this World Cup? No, it's fantastic. Look, every, every World Cup is different um, the surroundings, but you know the setup. I mean, in, in being in the stadium today, the atmosphere was was electric. Mm. Uh, you know, the boys responded. Obviously, you know the minimal support that we have compared to what Tunisia had today. But, you know, this is a World Cup and this is what it's all about. This is the pinnacle of football. Um, so, yeah, the atmosphere is fantastic. The boys are embracing it, seeing them, you know, post-game um, and, and what they felt and the emotion. And, and that's what it's about and their families. So, mm. look, it's fantastic. Um, you know, and we look forward to to, to watching them go and achieve um, another historic moment against Denmark. Um, Luke, I hope Mossy's still there. We'd love to get hold of him if we could. I really appreciate you coming on for us live from Qatar and it was a famous moment and fingers crossed for Denmark now, Luke. No problem, here he is. Okay, and it was a fantastic second half, Dino, because Tunisia just applied so much pressure but the Australians would not lie down. Mossy, I hope we've got you back on the line there, mate. Yeah, Okay, just quickly, Phil, um, this is going to obviously be a massive game against Denmark. Do you know... 
did you notice post-match when Graham Arnold ran onto the pitch and he, he yelled at all his players to come together in a little group? Do you have any idea what Arns would have said to the playing group at that moment? Yeah, absolutely. The job's not done. Mm. Um, that, that's a belief, Ray, in this squad. And, uh, you know, it's great to get that win and it's great to break some records. And, uh, again, a historic moment for Australian football because um, you know, this squad had no right to make this World Cup, let alone get a win at it and keep a clean sheet for the first time since 1974. So his message was very simple. He, You could see that his arm was around Martin Boyle. Yeah. who uh, had to undergo an operation and missed out in the World Cup at the last minute, uh, like he did for the Asian Cup not long ago in 2019. And and that's what they do. it. They, they do it for their families uh, back home, but also the, the Socceroos is a family. And um, it was all about making sure that we savour the moment as a nation and as a squad and a team, but uh, we also don't take our eye off the, the main prize, which is trying to get through this group. And if we do that, given that making this World Cup was a miracle... If we can get through this group, that would be just something absolutely special. Mossy, I just did a little bit of background on Mitch Duke, uh, and he started his professional career at the Mariners. Did you have anything to do with him? Bulldog, it's a it's a funny story with Mitch, and I gave him a big hug tonight when I caught up with him. And um, there was a time at the Mariners where. Arnie and I decided the best thing for his career was to send him back to the State League in the off-season at the Mariners after year one, just to get him some game time. And I said to him tonight, I said, you're a long way from being pushed back to the State League in the off-season just to get some game time. And, you know, he was so emotional tonight. Um, Even after the game, away from the cameras, he just said, this is the most special moment of my career. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, (laughs) the moment where he celebrated and the little hand signal to his son, Jackson, um, that went up on the big screen at the stadium as well. He's, he said it's gone viral and I couldn't be prouder. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a massive moment for Mitch and the amount of work he does for the team um, to get that goal. And that was a classy finish, by the way. That is, for anyone who doesn't understand football, that's one of the hardest finishes in the game, the way he's uh, deflected that off his head. Um, magical, magical moment. It certainly was. Hey, look, Mossy, really appreciate you coming on live from Qatar this morning or this evening over there. We're all sort of going with the Socceroos and our fingers crossed and toes crossed, everything crossed for that Denmark game on Thursday. Best of luck and enjoy this evening, Mossy. Let's ride the wave, Ray and Bulldog. It's, uh, you know, World Cups don't come around uh, very often and we've, we've been ple- uh, privileged to be in a few on the trot, but uh, we've, we've got no God-given right to be in these World Cups. So to, to be able to be here, win a game, savour it, have a chance to go through to the next round is uh, is something really special. I'm glad Lukey Wilkesie could have a chat to you mm. this morning as well. Yeah, that was terrific. Well, there's Phil Moss live from Qatar. Australia 1, Tunisia nil.